Welcome to Genomics Now, a podcast series where you can learn how genomics is developing in England's NHS. This podcast series, recorded in 2021, is part of the North Thames Genomic Medicine Services Educational Toolkit. In each 10-minute episode, we explore what is changing in genomics. We answer the questions on genomics we've been asked by the different healthcare professionals. We talk about the ways genomics may impact different healthcare roles and how genomics can be used to successfully improve patient care. Today's podcast is co-hosted by me, Shazia Mahamdali, and I'm a cancer genome scientist at Great Ormond Street Hospital. And I'm Dahlia Hopmeyer. I'm a genomics clinical fellow at Great Ormond Street Hospital as well. Today, Dahlia and I are going to take 10 minutes to introduce you to the NHS's new Genomic Medicine Service, or GMS for quick reference, and its associated alliances. So, Shazia, is the NHS's Genomics Medicine Service really new? Good question. It's relatively new, Dahlia. The Genomics Medicine Service was born out of the recommendations laid out by Professor Dame Sally Davis's 2016 report named Generation Genome. This report wrote about the whys, what's and how's of delivering genomics in the NHS. Now, the report is long. I think it's over 200 pages. Well, actually, maybe it's nearer 300. But we can just concentrate on the central recommendations. The report called for a widening of access to services with genomics at their core to transform diagnosis and treatment for patients in the NHS. Examples were given of enabling quicker diagnosis for people with a rare disease, to help provide more accurate diagnosis and targeted treatments for people with cancer, and match people to the most effective medications for their conditions. To do this, there was a need for the health service and other players to address gaps in infrastructure, improve public engagement, and work together to better coordinate genomics research. So enters the NHS Genomics Medicine Service. In essence, the GMS will provide the foundation for genome-based medicines to be part of routine patient care in the NHS. So to answer your question, Dahlia, the GMS is a toddler. It's been around for a couple of years and is taking its first steps and continuing to develop. Okay, thank you. And so we're recording this episode in May 2021, um, where we're just emerging from a long lockdown due due to the COVID-19 pandemic. And genome sequencing has been in the news more than ever before, as we've been hearing about how sequencing the genome of the virus has been vital to identifying and tracking new virus variants in the UK and globally. And so how does this relate to the GMS? You are right, Dahlia. Uh, Advanced laboratory sequencing techniques, such as genome sequencing, have undoubtedly provided valuable information on the biology and evolution of COVID-19. The UK is considered a global leader in sequencing, and at the moment, labs around the country are processing around 20,000 virus genomes a week. This is no small task. In part, we have to be effective in sequencing the genomes of the virus due to the infrastructure that the UK government had been investing in and developing before the virus. And this includes the infrastructures that underpin the Genomics Medicine Service. It's interesting how public health policies have far-reaching effects that no one could really predict. Definitely. So looking beyond the use of sequencing to monitor the COVID-19 virus, can you tell us a little more about what the GMS is practically doing or has done to change the infrastructures in the NHS? 
I should most probably take one step back and slightly expand on what I meant by the GMS providing the foundation for genomic-based medicine, and this will allow us to frame the changes the GMS has been making to address the gaps in infrastructure. The GMS was conceptualised around about five years ago and launched around about two years ago. It was established to bring standardised, high-quality-based genome sequencing into the clinics of the NHS. These genome-based tests are intended to become part of the everyday toolkits that clinicians use to diagnose and treat patients. When bringing the lab test into the NHS, there are lots of practicalities that one has to consider. Firstly, the test has to be equitable, so available for everybody. And this is real core central thing for the NHS. Mm -hmm. Equity also includes the fact that independent of the laboratory performing the test, results should be the same. So testing has to adhere to national standards, which therefore have to be thought through and set. The test also has to be high in quality, that the results it gives are true and reliable. The test has to be affordable and secure. And lastly, the test has to be rapid so that clinicians can use the results to help um, the patients quickly. Considering all these points to successfully bring genomics into the NHS infrastructure, the GMS had a long, long to-do list. Um, But there are five main focus areas that those kind of lists and to-dos can fall into. The first was to think about what's needed to establish and then run a national genomics laboratory service. So everyone around the country has consistent and equitable access to all tests. To do this, the GMS created seven genomic laboratory hubs, or you might hear them referred to as GLHs. And these act as large-scale centralised laboratories. Previously, testing was provided by small-scale and decentralised laboratories, but now each GLH is responsible for providing a nationally coordinated approach to testing for a particular part of the country. But we'll talk more on GLHs in later episodes. Mm -hmm. The second focus of the GMS was around establishing a lab test catalogue, which is called the National Genomics Test Directory, which underpins the GLHs, and the services that they provide. This is really kind of like a menu for clinicians, which they can choose from according to what their patients need. Genetic testing has been offered in the NHS for years. Tests were first embraced in the 1960s. So some systems for ordering genetic tests in the NHS are already well established. But genetic testing was obviously evolved um, over time and at different paces for different conditions and a clear system for ordering many tests was not in place. What the National Test Directory does is it brings all genetic and genomic-based testing into the same centralised system. Ultimately, this enables equity of access to testing for patients across England. So you can see here there's a theme about equity for patients. Moving on to the third focus, this is to make sure we have the right computational technology in place. Taking us back to the pandemic and some of the information we have become familiar with, the COVID-19 virus genome has what we can call 30,000 DNA data points. When one of these DNA data points changes compared to a reference, this is what we call a variant. This principle is similar to the biology of how some conditions develop. When a variant occurs in the human genome, a rare disease or cancer can develop. As a human genome has billions of DNA data points and any one of them can become variants, we need a reliable and accurate computational infrastructure to help us track and identify these variants. 
The fourth focus is to develop a clinical genomic service and an evolved genomic medicine service to make sure that the results of the lab tests are being used to improve patient care. This is done um, at the moment through the establishment of, I think it's seven GMS alliances around the country. And we'll talk more on that in a moment. And the fifth and final focus is to make sure that there is national coordination, which for the GMS is being overseen by a newly established genomics unit that sits within the NHS England. Okay, thank you so much, Shazia. So that was a lot of information. And I think you've just summarized years of work in about five minutes. So thank you for that. Um, but so just to summarize again, Shazia, the, the GMS is nationally changing infrastructure in the NHS through changes to laboratories, test ordering, test analysis, and the pathways to translate the test results into benefits for the health of patients. And from what I can tell is all this is done by centralized coordination. Um, so I think I understood what the GMS does. And you mentioned the GMS alliances briefly. So can you expand on what these alliances are tasked to do? Yeah, sure. So if the GMS's job is to tackle the question of how to bring genomic testing into the NHS, the alliances are tasked with supporting all the doctors, nurses, scientists, pharmacists and patients in their region to understand what a gen genome test is, the testing options that are available to them, uh, what the results mean and how treatment can change. The alliances aim to create systematic connections across all the services in the NHS to deliver genomic testing. Think of it this way, Dahlia. The alliances um, are creating a genomic ecosystem in the NHS, creating information and then the routes for that information to flow through all the different parts of the NHS. This all has one aim to ultimately allow the NHS to make sure the best genomic testing is accessible to all patients that need it. Great. All right. Thank you for that. And I, I really like the idea of a genomic ecosystem. Um, but what does this really mean? So on the ground, what are the alliances doing? And can you give us an example of the alliances work? Sure. So the alliances have five areas of work. The first, research and development. Then there's infrastructure and data. Then communications. Then clinical transformation projects. And lastly, education and training. On the latter, this is the very reason why we're sitting here making this podcast. Education and training across all people and departments of the NHS means that this new field of genomic testing will become the everyday. The North Thames GMS Alliance wants to educate and train uh, people and patients so that everybody knows the opportunities that this new testing can bring to the healthcare um, and have confidence to really understand actually what it means. This is the only way we will realise the potential of genomic testing that we offer patients um, and to provide the best possible care that we can. Perfect. Thank you for that. That's really helpful. And so as this is the Genomics Now podcast, um, can you tell me of a recent development in the GMS? Yeah, sure. One of the five areas I mentioned that the alliances are working on is transformation projects for specific genetic conditions. One of these projects is looking to improve diagnosis management of genetic condition called Lynch syndrome, which can cause certain types of cancer. This month, a new treatment for some colorectal cancer patients, including those with Lynch syndrome, was supported by NICE, and they're the public body that makes recommendations to the NHS. To make sure the right patients can access this treatment, 
they need to be identified through genetic testing. The alliances are working to map the current pathways, identify any barriers to patients receiving the right tests and treatments, and find ways to remove these barriers so that clinicians and patients alike are supported to maximise the benefits this treatment can offer. This is just one condition that the alliances are working on and similar projects are looking at improving care for people with some forms of diabetes, among others. So Dahlia, I think our 10 minutes are up, um, but I think that our listeners now have some key fundamental information on the GMS and the GMS alliances. I suppose to conclude this podcast, I would say the take home is, is that the GMS and its associated alliances are here to allow the NHS to offer quality genomic testing and to empower the people and patients in the NHS with knowledge so that genomic testing becomes the everyday um, benefit to our health. Great. Thank you so much, Shazia, especially for all your very succinct summaries on a lot of information. So thanks for (laughs) co-hosting today. Uh, Thank you, Dahlia, for co-hosting, and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of Genomics Now, a series of conversations hosted by healthcare professionals of the North Thames Genomic Medicine Service. Our aim is to complement other genomic-focused educational tools with bite-sized podcasts that explore how clinical genomics is developing in England's NHS. If you have any suggestions for topics you would like us to develop as part of the Genomics Now podcasts, please let us know. Also, we'd love to hear about the episodes you've enjoyed and how they have helped you with training. Please get in contact with us on the link given with this podcast or tweet us at North Thames GLH. You will find this and other educational resources at the North Thames GLH website.